0: What are we talking about? Did we make up our minds yet? No.
1: I don't know if anyone has any good topics for actually doing podcasts or or more topics for what about the organization. I would
2: say do capitalism, but we have discussed that in the past.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I've been thinking a lot lately about you know the idea of lesser of two evils or the greater of two goods because you know when we yeah especially vote for
2: Hillary <laughs> or Trump.
1: Yeah, like whenever we've What's talked it about. I mean,
2: right now I'm thinking, okay, what is the worst poison here? I'm like, yeah. I shouldn't be. Able, I shouldn't. WFC. To what I do you can't. What do you got against Hillary? Huh? What do you got against Hillary? She's not honest. Oh, dude,
3: man, you've been watching Fox News. <laughs> They'll throw huh? everything at her.
1: No, I don't think WSD has been watching Fox News. No.
3: Well, I, mean, I ain't been what, watching what is Fox she, News. What is she dishonest about? Well, the email thing. She's not. What, 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 she was what, against, what? she was um, for the Iraq war. All right, well, that's all right. That's that's a valid point, okay.
0: You know all but the Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, but the, together. together. If, it was, let's
2: say, if this wasn't a swing state, I wouldn't vote. I don't know.
3: Hillary's got, like, the, I don't know if you've, like, looked at the Democratic platform. Yeah, I still but got, have dude, no, got idea, like
2: free college no idea education. how he, she beat Bernie if Bernie's more, has more qualified for the job. Well, that's politics. He's more qualified, right? than, you know, he's more qualified than Hillary. Definitely no, more qualified than Trump. Are you kidding?
3: He's not more qualified than Hillary. Hillary was
2: Secretary Bernie of Sanders? State. Bernie Sanders? Hillary was a Secretary
3: of State. You know, she was like a, a first lady. You know, she was a senator also. How does now Bernie is, is not nearly as qualified?
2: He's been doing this for 40 years. How is that not qualified?
3: Hillary's been doing this since, you know, for, for decades too.
2: Yeah, but I'm just saying, she's not, you know what you saying, she's not as honest as Bernie. Yeah. And
3: uh, she's not. WSD. Again, the Republicans will repeat that mantra, and some of us buy into it. No, tell tell me how she's been dishonest.
2: Okay, why why did she um show me the um leaks on her um email?
3: What why what is, that? what has been she been dishonest? The email about? she had. What why what, she, what why is that so secret? What, what 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 specifically has she said about that 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 you feel she hasn't been forthright about?
2: I don't feel like when you got secret emails on a personal server, that tells me you're up to something. I don't think they were. And it Would tells it? me you're up to yeah, like it tells me you're up to something. It tells me you're for the establishment.
3: I don't know. Again, like they they had a Republican conduct uh, the FBI director, a Republican said, "All right, she was careless, but she didn't break any laws." That's
2: that's still a man. I just so I just don't trust her.
3: And I'm, I'm telling you, that's because like the Republicans have been like, yeah, you know, listen to those listen. Republicans,
2: because I know how dishonest they are.
3: Well, I mean, you might have been listening to some Bernie supporters. I mean, I was for Bernie for a while, and you might have been hearing that from some Bernie supporters. But uh-huh. again, I, I, it, it's un, unfounded. I mean, like you know, she's basically, I mean, politicians tend to kind of like, you know, be very careful with their language. But this whole meme about Hillary being just disf- no, that that's that's like the same people who. Who are in the Republicans or deny climate change? They made this stuff up.
1: Hey, uh, Quade just hey, joined. Well, guys. You, yeah, uh, Quade, you, you, I, 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 when I saw your message, I added you, and you just got in on an argument between George and WSD about Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I just well, don't
0: trust, man. Here's I mean, I am not going to vote for Hillary, but I don't hate Hillary. I think it's 2016, and we got to a point where this current generation, the millennial generation, they're not satisfied with the status quo. Yeah so like tip- say, Hillary, to me she hasn't done nothing to earn my vote. Be Hillary, honest. Hillary is a typical Democrat. I don't think she's any better or worse than let's say bill or any or, or even JFK. Okay, let's get it At the same
2: time, I don't want Trump to win. She's, she's but, advocating that's where, free college. That, that's where he's going sideways.
0: Right, right, right.
3: But I'm saying she's advocating but, free college, and But she's also healthcare. a big
0: supporter of big business. Wait a she, Bernie say she that. Supported Sorry. a lot of. She supported a Bernie lot of bills that. that were related to uh, <laughs> expanding the military. She is not anti. Uh, Corporation, yes. she's, she's she's for uh, the, TPP. Yeah, she's for, she's for the uh, she wall she's back she's gone back and forth on the TPP. She's she uh
4: yeah. The, she's uh, very moderate, is awful.
2: Yeah, cause but, he I mean, but, when you kinda of, talk back and forth like that, it just I don't feel like I can trust you. You guys realize that to be a successful Democrat
3: you can't be like Sanders. In other words, you won't get anything passed through the Republican Congress, and you'll get a lot of people. And in that's the, the problem. Not voting for you. So that's the problem. What, but what I'm yeah, saying, what I mean, is why,
2: why is we got, why is it that um, that Sanders can't never win? Why is it that he had, had his uh, election stolen from him, what due to her shady practices? He didn't oh, what, tell What shady practices? What are you
3: talking about? She, she, she won that. I mean. Basically, Sanders didn't contest the southern states and Hillary, you know, got this lead. The um, the superdelegates, fine. The superdelegates is like where I think it was unfair, but she didn't create that system.
4: Well, her and the DNC also had they had already agreed years ago that she was that she was who they wanted. That seems nefarious to me to kind of set up that system where you're not going to listen to other people. You're not going to go with the best ideas or um listen to other candidates, you're basically going to make us vote for one person seems wrong to me. I'm not, well, you can't, but okay, you can't blame
3: exactly. her for that. You can't blame Sorry. her for that because, like, you know. No, it you, was a
4: collaboration between her and the DNC. She no, I know, but,
3: that. but can you blame her for collaborating with the DNC on that? No, yeah. we can't blame
1: anyone. Yeah, yeah I can. can't blame anyone, remember? Free will doesn't
0: <laughs> exist. We can't blame anyone.
4: Exactly. Okay, yeah, so that that's fair, but in terms of, I mean— Like, if someone holds a gun to your head, you have to say, like, I need to stop this person in some way. Like, I still think that it's a bad system to set up in which we're not listening to everyone's ideas and really trying to make the person who can um, fix what is a broken system in a lot of ways and put them as the front runner, but to set up years before uh, one candidate that they're basically going to make people vote for.
3: But you gotta understand also Hillary's like for example o- Obama was the first black president. That was major. In other words, like when when he went against Hillary, that meant something to me, you know? So Hillary, it's not just about her being like Hillary, it's about being the first woman president in a politics that's at least eighty percent dominated by men. It's hey Jill
0: not... Jill Stein is a woman.
3: Yeah. yeah Jill well, Stein yeah. is a nobody. She's like, you know, she's so far to the to the left, nobody's gonna vote for her. I'm going to, I'm yeah. gonna
4: vote. To... Yeah, some people are going to vote for Jill Stein.
3: Yeah, 2%, 3%. Give me a break.
4: Yeah.
3: What if Bernie is her running mate? <laughs> it's not going to help her. I mean, the worst she could do, a gonna... she could do a nader. She could lose the elections for for the Democrats. I don't think it's going to happen, but that's that's the best case scenario for her.
4: Um, yeah, I, I might get some guff about this, but I do have to be honest. In, in terms of having a president... Um, who is trying to implement the best system that we possibly can? Now again, like you just said, she's for free education, which I think is great. Doing things like that. She didn't say that easy. until Bernie said it. But keep it in mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good yeah. point. Good she point. She still said it. She still said it. And right. I, like I do, I understand that like people will say, like, yeah, but like, here's
2: the thing: is who, she gonna stick by it?
4: Who knows? But that's the way politicians <laughs> are. But they, they, you know, I understand. Like people say that Bernie moved her to the left and they use that as kind of like, oh, well, that's a good thing. Like, no, that's a bad thing that she had to be moved that way. Uh, but past that, it still means... It's, if you're going to consider her not implementing a system in which college is free, and not, not even saying she's going to do it, and saying she's doing it, it's one is better than the other. Saying that she's going to do it is better than not saying it. You know, that's, that, that increases the likeliness that she will do it if she actually says it. If she didn't say it, then she is in no way obligated to act on it. Um, but past all that, though, I think that there's systemic issues with the government that need to be rectified. I mean, we already know, Princeton studies have, you know, there's already been studies that show that what the, how the 1% wants the U.S. to be, um, they have more control over our system than the average American. Uh, and that to me and if we if we continue to do this thing where we're battling Republicans and we're just trying to like keep them at bay uh, we're not gonna get anywhere like this this idea of incrementalism doesn't seem the best doesn't seem like the best tactic to me when global warming is right around the corner it's not something we can't meet halfway on global warming like we, I we fully to... agree with Quake. oh yeah
0: I agree we keep with on that. do it and will if we keep on doing this lesser of two evils thing, We'll never
3: yeah. have change. I, I agree with both of you, and there's, there's, but like in turn, that's the problem, right? The solution. There's two possible solutions. One is like first we have to take the house because if we don't take the house this year and the house can, uh, remains Republican, not much is going to be done on anything. You know, then that like is, that is
2: then, Trump don't start World War. We, hold
3: on, with If we take the house, we also have to take the Senate. But that's not enough because, like, as Obama found out over these last eight, year, eight years, the Republicans will filibuster virtually the, our, our entire agenda. So, so we have to change the filibuster rules to not allow them to do that. And the third avenue doesn't involve—and notice none of these involve the president. This is Congress. But the third option is for Garland, whoever's going to be our next Supreme Court justice, with the— um, the progressive Democrat, new new Supreme Court, to to reverse on um, Citizens United, and to get money out of politics. Again, to, uh, to yeah. the extent that money's allowed in politics, you guys are right. Nothing's going to happen. But, yeah. but those are, those are the two solutions. And of end the filibuster or three solutions: win back the House. You know, you have to have Congress without a filibuster, and probably um, get the money out of politics.
4: I do have. I say just real quick, I don't know so who I can, I'm voting for, so I'm just I'm being I'm, you know I I really don't know. It could be Hillary. I I have strong feelings about her and and not wanting to vote for her. But uh, Donald, I, I do agree that on some level you have to consider the other other candidate, which is Donald Trump, who is is very scary and ignorant. In yeah. A yeah, because so, a, a, hey, a, a vote a vote is not for Hillary. A vote that's a vote for Trump. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that, but I I definitely think that it's something that people need to take seriously and think about when voting.
3: Yeah, I mean in New York State there's no way Hillary's gonna lose, but if, in a swing state, you know, if you're not voting, yeah, like that's, that's a dangerous um you know yeah, I, I'm
4: in a swing state, so I have to take it very seriously. I don't I wouldn't yeah. necessarily say a vote uh for somebody else's a vote for Donald Trump because it takes the to me the when we say it's people already feel really shitty about voting. They already don't want to do it. And to me, to attach the idea that if you don't if you know that if you don't if you don't put your vote behind someone that I think you should, then you're voting for the other person takes what it really means to support somebody kind of not as serious as you should take it.
3: But that's our reality. We're talking about to a certain extent, because I agree with you that our country is controlled by by big Money and Hillary's uh-huh. had to rely on big money to get elected. So, like, this is like the lesser of two evils. I hear you.
4: Yeah, I would say, say take it seriously, but I still wouldn't say if yeah, you're not voting for this I'm person, you're voting about for her somebody honor. else. To put your to to say I support this person needs to mean something. It has to mean something to people. I understand the reality of the situation. I think people need to to take that into consideration. I'm not saying that, but to say that you're if you don't vote this way, you're actually voting for this other person. It's not correct logically. It's not it's actually right. correct, first well, of all. Well,
3: no, I mean, come on. It's like pragmatically, if, if, to the extent you're not voting for Hillary, um, let's say you don't vote It doesn't all, mean
4: that I'm supporting Trump. It doesn't no. mean that I support his ideas. It I know, mean... but,
3: but in other words, like there's this saying, like, you know, all that evil needs for to prevail in the world is for it's, good people right. to do <laughs> nothing. So in other yeah. words, to the extent somebody doesn't vote or doesn't vote for Hillary, that is kind of like, in a sense, kind of like helping Trump. Not directly, but but you know very indirectly. Okay,
4: helping I would be fine with, but to, to say that you're voting for that person though is something different. It's no, to, not, it's nobody's the power right. vote.
1: Yeah, I get what Quaid is saying. I I think I agree here because in a way, when you when people know you're voting for someone. They think that means that you support that person's ideas and what they stand for. But if the situation is, it's like, well, both candidates are bad, but I'm just voting for the lesser bad. Then it's still like you're basically admitting I the system is stupid, and I'm just voting for this person so this other person who's worse doesn't get in. And so it doesn't mean anything anymore. It feels like. Yeah, it's that's, like,
3: that, that's like saying like let's you know like like it didn't mean anything to oppose Hitler and the Nazis. You know, but, fine. The right? United States and Britain—they weren't the best governments in the world.
1: But well, if you oppose Hitler to and the Nazis, that doesn't—it's not—it's not, it's not wow. stated as you're supporting someone else or voting yeah, for else. Yeah, exactly. Someone. If you I can support to the, the US, U.S., it doesn't
4: mean I support the Nazis. And it's like if a parent comes up to me and they said they say like, okay, you can either get your butt whooped with your pants up, but I'm going to use a belt, or you can get your butt whooped with your pants down, and I'll use my hand. And if you don't vote for one, you're actually voting for the other. Really what you have is this, a specific <laughs> parent who doesn't understand that, like, I, I don't actually need to support either of those things. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not one that I should prefer, right? But to actually say that you're choosing the other person when you deny the other one is not, to me, a mental – I don't want to use those specific words because it's kind of – it seems twisted to me in some way.
3: It's like, all right, back in, in the 1940s, it would have been morally wrong – to stay out of there, to become neutral, to not come to the aid of France and, and England, you know, in Europe. It would have just been morally wrong. You know, sometimes when, you know, if there's a fight, you got to be on the right side. To stay neutral is kind of like to help the, the wrong side have a better
1: chance. Well, I get what you're saying, George, but here's part of the issue is that, you know, now part of the reason that I'm a pacifist, for example, is because – it suit it's sort of like you know it's kind of difficult when it comes to this kind of thing because yeah it's like you wanna you wanna stop the Nazis but at the same time by that same reasoning I have to kill off all the meat eaters you realize this and so it's it's kind of like what we're talking about is a world full of so much evil that I guess with with me I feel like we really can't make a difference other than through education.
4: Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. Again, I haven't decided who I'm going to vote for so I'm not trying to get into a heavy argument about it because it, it's still possible I can vote for Hillary. But uh, I do consider the voters when I consider a candidate. I got I got crap for that, for saying that. Uh, but if if people are afraid to, to make legitimate criticisms about someone, it makes me afraid that the system, I'm, I'm also supporting the system in voting for her. And so when people won't acknowledge her flaws in large ways, which Democrats seem to have a problem with, it makes me think that I'm choosing between giving up my rights and and uh, a completely insane person, which Donald oh, Trump.
3: is. the Quade, you gotta understand the politics. In other words, like you know, why are Democrats um, supporting Hillary, hopefully very strongly, because the Republicans, as they do, they continue to lie about her. Just like so they lie, about lie her, just, on the other just side. like there. they lie, just as they lie about climate change, denying climate change. There is like a whole. You know, the media, um, um, the Koch brothers, Murdoch, these people have like just been spouting lies about Hillary for decades, and they Mm -hmm. are lies. Yeah, yeah, some
4: of them are. People over exaggerate the claims, but I don't think the solution is to not criticize people. I think that you can still say this person is better than the other person for logical reasons uh and and still criticize them i realize
3: but the reason is we're, mm-hmm. we're in the midst of an extremely important election and so like you know if if we really want to the republicans like we need to you know let alone everything else you know consider climate change then it just makes it's very wise to hold off the criticism until after the election make sure we win big and then like you know in any kind of like peeves, whatever, that, that's the time. That, during a, a very important election, I don't think is the right time to criticize your, your contender.
1: You know, this may reveal my ignorance, um, but I'm not so sure that this election is any more important than any other.
3: It, it does reveal your ignorance, because like, if, if Trump were to get in as as president, that'd be at least another like eight years till, till we could address climate change, and we're already a decade or two behind on years. this.
0: years? Why eight years? Four years?
3: Right. Well, no, I mean, generally like the person wins re-election. So like, if Trump, if people are crazy enough to vote for him today, they would be crazy enough to vote for him four years from now. Uh,
0: look, 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 look. Like, let's say a, a whole bunch of Democrats vote for Jill Stein. She gets a whopping 20 percent of the vote. Trump wins. What that means is the Democrats have to become even more liberal if they want to win next time. It also means this nation—it's pulled it's up, uh, yeah, like Bernie Sanders. So the zeitgeist say- has switched <laughs> in a way so that the people have changed. It's indicative of that kind of change, and it yeah. will change both sides of the party. It will mean, generally speaking, politics is becoming more left-leaning, and even if that results in Trump winning now, four years from now, the main impact we can conclude it will have is that it will be harder for someone who's incredibly conservative to win. Even in fact, Trump mean, secretly, Trump
2: doesn't do sound
0: foolish. Trump is a liberal democrat, atheist, pro-choice person who is pretending not to be. So even to win as a Republican right now, you can't Trump be a is Trump not Republican. a liberal. You don't you don't go after Mexicans and uh, after uh, women. I don't think he's a liberal either. Yeah, he's I don't know what it is, that. I think. Not not- okay. I mean, hold on, all this stuff is. Don't you go? You guys know Donald Trump. Donald Trump has been a public figure for yeah. decades. This is not an, He is not an honest person. He just. He's just. He's a dishonest businessman. This is not who he really is. We know. A crappy really businessman at that. Because he was one of the biggest advocates for the pro-choice movement. We know who he really is because he has tons and tons of friends.
3: We we know who he he is because
0: he could care less about the poor. Give me a break. I agree he doesn't care about the poor. Now, so what I'm saying is a typical Republican can't even. We're getting to a point where you have to be liberal on either side to be this new transformative figure to election. You have to be a woman or a black guy or a Bernie Sanders or a Donald Trump. In order to become president, and we shouldn't be, even if Trump becomes president, is there for the four years? We have three branches of the government; he's just the head of the executive branch. We have Democrats and Republicans bickering. Let's not exaggerate about what kind of situation that we're in. I think that the real impact that we'll have is that four years from now, we're going to see a huge shift in politics. It's going to be even. More crazy. It's going to be even crazier than it was this time around. There'll be no chance for a typical, you know, uh, a typical early 2000s conservative Republican to ever get elected again. That's what, that's,
3: the a- Party, that's what the Tea Party thought, you know, like eight years ago.
4: That isn't making it not true.
3: They, look what happened to the Tea Party. They, they moved the Republican Party so far to the right that they created this Trump guy. You know, mm-hmm. the, just just so the, the, so out there, so like oh, apart from the mainstream. I mean, you know, that, that's a dangerous, you know, it, 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 it's, it's very idealistic, great. But it, it, in politics, it, it's, it's a very dangerous strategy.
1: Well, I mean, being uh, um, outside of the mainstream, isn't that what describes us telling the world they have no free will? <laughs>
3: yeah, but we're not politics. We're not like you know, people's livelihoods aren't dependent upon what you know how whether we succeed
1: or not. Yeah, you know, that's the thing about it, George, is that if the world ever depended on me doing things that were any bit less than honest, we'd all be doomed because yeah. I feel like even though this idealism and being outside of mainstream may not be the way politics goes, um, the way you're saying it, I just I just don't know, man. I, I really I think agree with that... Chandler. If we're not to live towards idea,
0: ideals, then what's the point of preserving this? Well, why so pre- should I be preserving but, but dude, this like... kind of horrible s- uh, cyclic evil fucking system. I don't want to promote that. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. If, if uh, the
3: Nazis were coming after the rest of us and Chandler and they asked Chandler where we were, Chandler wouldn't lie to them. We'd be out of here, dude. I mean like, fine, it's noble, but it's not a recipe for survival.
1: Actually, I think what would probably happen is I would just refuse to tell them they'd kill me and you might still have a chance to escape because at least I wouldn't reveal your location.
3: Well, we could create a different scenario where like, you know, you would have to lie to save a lot of lives. You know, and like you know, you, you you would like prefer to be truthful than to save,
1: let's say, a, a billion lives. You know, this is a, sounding all like Quaid's butt whooping example from
3: earlier. No, I'm, I'm cha- Chandler. I'm challenging this. In other words, like values, morals, intelligence, knowledge. It's supposed to serve us. We're we don't, we don't serve it. You know, just categorically. You know, it, it serves us. There is such a thing as a white lie. If some somebody as an artist shows you this, like, really horrible painting, and you like this person, you're not going to say, oh, it's really horrible. We, we care about people. We care about people's feelings.
4: Yeah, no, I, 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 I completely disagree. Exactly.
1: Actually, <laughs> I would say it's
4: hard.
1: I think there's a problem. I feel like there needs to be something, some ideal, something to stand for. And I don't think that you can just – Throw out ideals or or the, right, the what you feel is the right thing like that. Exactly, I just...
0: exactly, exactly. It's cart before the horse. The ideals have to come. Why should I be doing this thing to help preserve these people that aren't worth preserving? Before I do something to help these people, these people have to be worth helping. So oh, if we're from... not living towards ideals, then nothing. none of it – then it's it's pointless. See what I'm saying? The, the whole but point.
3: We're blaming people for something is, that's not up to them. Do, do you I'm think blaming. people I'm choose blame. to it's be immoral? Me. You're saying a, some people. In other words, what? like you, you, would be saying that like that basically like the vast majority of, of uh, humanity isn't worth saving because they're omnivores. They like they, they torture animals no, like no, no, incessantly. No, no. So, like, I mean, basically, you're blaming humanity for what's not in humanity's control. What are you
0: talking about? I'm not you're saying not any of that. Yeah. I'm That's saying, perfect. I'm I saying, I that. don't believe in this, like, oh, let's uh, let's do this bad thing now because it's necessary. That's ridiculous. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm saying.
3: You, you said that, you wouldn't. I said what? You said what that, that, that you, you don't want to help people that you said weren't worthy of being helped. I mean, come on.
0: No, Yeah, 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 I didn't, George, don't, let's not, let's not twist my words around here. Let's make this very clear. What I'm saying is I want to help change people. So I want these people to live towards ideals. I'm not concerned that much about who they are right now. I'm saying they can become better and I'm working toward making them better. And the way to make things better is to not be a hypocrite, but to live in a principled fashion and to promote these sort of ideals, these sort of ways that we live our life, not to continually hedge my bets and pick the lesser of two evils and tell little white lies. The goal is to not do any of that and to work towards an intelligent, reasonable, scientific, compassionate society. That's the goal. And I do that not just by saying what we should do, but in my actions, by acting in a manner and leading by example. That this is the way that the world should be. This is the way I, the world I want to be, and it's the way I think we, the world could be. It might become this way, assuming things go in a certain path. That's Assume all.
1: Assuming. Yeah, I agree with Mitch there. You know, I really think that. Yeah, I really do think that it, it becomes dangerous when we just throw out ideals and we're like we've totally lost the target. Like like we don't even have the target we're shooting for anymore. It's, it seems weird that we're just like always going with the lesser of evils but never actually going toward the good.
3: Well, Chandler, that's – in other words, like when you defend truthfulness – over people's welfare in a sense that's what you're doing but basically like if you want to promote the highest ideal you're going to be promoting happiness so like you know in a perfect world yeah everybody could be truthful everybody could be happy it's not like that you know sometimes in order to to defeat the enemy you know we have to have like this intelligence this secrecy the the enemy can't know what we're doing i mean it's not a perfect world we have to work within it
1: i'm actually agreeing with george Sorry, go
3: ahead
1: yeah, well, you know, it, it worked with, with mobs and Minecraft and stuff to hide and be secretive in a way. But I think when we're talking about honesty versus lying, you know, I understand you people who would, who would be willing to lie in certain situations. But you know what? I, just, I feel like I'm really one of those people that I cannot stand. To to live in a world where lying is acceptable, maybe I'm more honesty driven than most people, but I just I just don't feel like I can agree. Like we had that podcast a while back about whether you would lie and and say that free will existed, you know, um, if 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 like your life is in danger or some somebody else's life is in danger, and I just feel like that's just such a I just can't agree with that. But
0: there's a big difference between what I might do and what I strive to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Yeah. I lie. I don't like lying, though. I lie, but I don't like lying. And I would prefer not to lie. And the reason I lie is because sometimes it's because I'm afraid of the good – because I know the solution, and the solution will result in me being embarrassed or someone else being embarrassed. So I don't do the right thing.
1: But, yeah, I, and, but I I'll strive you, well, to be
0: yeah. who does the right
1: thing. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Mitch. A person may do things in times of pressure that is not what they strive for. They they, they wish that they they could have told the truth and saved lives, you know, for example. But yeah, and I, I think that's the important thing, is, yeah, it, 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 see, this is what I was talking about, you know, when I just mentioned the lesser of two evils, because it gets really, really tricky, because... You're basically, if you're ever in a position where there's two things that are both really bad and it's it's hard to even know which is is the lesser of the two bads, then it's one of those things I just can't take it. Like, I shatter.
4: Yeah. I, I'm somewhere in between you guys. I agree with you. I'm a, I'm a greater good person. Like, I'm a pragmatist. I believe that you have to make... To me, the most moral choice is the one in, that leads to the most happiness... Even if, there's un- even if unhappiness is a result of that. The most happiness is what I strive for. Uh, but that being said, everybody wants to predict the future. Like, everybody knows what Trump's going to do or what Hillary's going to do. And, like, for me, what it really comes down to is I think there's systemic issues with the DNC, with the Democratic National Convention, and if if they're not going to recognize these issues, which as I've had conversations with Democrats and it doesn't seem like they want to at all, maybe... Maybe they're just waiting until after the election. But this spans, you know, six months ago, when, when candidates were still on the table, nobody wanted to criticize her. Like for instance, uh, they had that. Um, there was a, a debate between her and Bernie Sanders, and, and someone had brought up that uh, she uh, that uh, she basically assisted in the bailout of fraudulent bankers. Okay. Exactly. And her, her response to that was, well, I was sure there in New York when 9-11 happened. It was a complete red herring. And people clapped at that. And people supported it. And nobody – I went to different uh, Democrat websites. Like people were saying it like it was a positive thing and weren't pointing it out. When you have things like that, it makes me think that the issue is really systemic. And it makes me reconsider – when picking for the last of two boobers because at that point it's unquantifiable to me I don't know I don't know if the Democrats are going to continue down this road where they're not going to actually solve the issues of the system uh, or you know they'll come to their senses or if Donald Trump will pull the the you know push the red button and blow everybody up, or if he'll just, you know, peter out and continue to play his jester game that he's playing. It's unquantifiable. Some of these things we can't know. Guys, Some of them we can, wait, wait,
3: I'm not sure it's unquantifiable. Did you see the video of Trump making fun of a disabled
4: reporter? I mean, uh, this
3: guy's this guy shouldn't go near DC, let alone that. So Howard what, but what House. does that
4: mean for the future? That means he's gonna like kill disabled people? It like means what is he's that?
3: a fucking idiot, a fucking, you know, inside right, yeah, okay. moron.
4: Yeah, I understand. And Hillary is a hawkish connive she's an advantageous, hawkish, conniving politician. And so which one of those is worse, I you know, I can lean towards Hillary a little bit and I understand that, but if people are gonna rally around her and continue to support that type of system I don't actually know which one's more harmful just oh, because
3: Trump, Trump Trump would nuke a country Trump have, have you heard of these Trump How do you know? He, he, he's been willing he's willing to export um, what is it 11 million um, immigrants he's willing to like not
4: to him how does that translate into him nuking places
3: oh, because like he 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 had a crowd right and he had like some protester and he goes yeah. out to the crowd all right, I want you to punch that guy in the face. I will pay your legal inspe- expenses. How the is guy that? is dangerous. That that kind of personal mindset translates into policy. You think he's different on a sociological level
4: than he is on a personal level? No. What, I, what I'm saying is, I don't know that that translates. Into he did him. say that at one of his rallies. It makes it makes him it makes him uh, on some level uh, on some level unsympathetic. Uh, it makes him uh, a rabble rouser. Uh, it makes him um, uh, an attention seeker. I think so responsible. that and say that he would blow up a whole country using a nuke because of that. Maybe he it would. would. I mean, but that's it, not it, the information that you can use to make that conclusion. I think. I mean, I, I can't recall any statements
0: now, but yeah, but he's been, he's been really bellicose the way against the is. really Islam. I'm, I'm, and I'm not I trying. Think Ru- I think that. Rubio and Cruz were both worse. Rubio and Cruz. Are both religious fanatics, and anti. they are against science, against sexualism. Yeah. These are horrible, horrible, horrible people. There've been so many. There've been Sorry. so many private rallies that were recorded, where you see how Cruz and um, Rubio talk to their base. The insane kinds of things they talk about the xenophobia and racism and sexism and religious okay. zeal that it, it's it's it, it, i mean it's that's really scary that's what i'm afraid so that's what i mean when i say things like trump secretly is not this person he is just a greedy avaricious kind of person
4: yeah. he supported you he know? supported at one but point The i don't yeah, like about trump best the thing i don't
2: like about trump is he said He's going to run this country like a
4: business, and you know how he treats his
0: businesses. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Advocating <laughs>
1: that guy, by the way. He's got a million issues. And really, isn't politics already run like a business?
4: Yeah. Too yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and you know, guys, I just, I just want to say something, if you don't mind. You know, see how when politics comes up and there's an election soon and all this – we have people all arguing and interrupting each other. See what it does to people like us when we all need to be on the same side. I feel like pe- people are basically put between. A rock in a hard place, or the or the spanking on the butt example with Quaid. I mean, they're they're put into this off situation which nobody wants to be in, and that is why I hate politics.
3: Well, Chandler, that's life, dude. I mean, like, look at any issue. You know, most issues. You've got uh, politics aside. People have different opinions. We have to. That that's what tolerance and acceptance
1: is about. Not everybody's the same. I, well, yeah, I you know, that's are that's on different different that's the thing about it, George, is I get what you're saying there. However, I'm not exactly an advocate of tolerance. I'm not really. I'm, re- I'm all about trying to educate people, well, you know what, this is not right, and here here's the better way, this is the way I advocate, to have something to stand for. And you know what, I even might be wrong about some issues. Stanley,
3: that's not what tolerance is about. Tolerance is about people who are different from you, not the pe- from people who are immoral. Tolerance is about, you know, like, different
1: races different
3: ethnicities different customs
1: well yeah I, I don't know i guess if you by tolerance you mean not being racist and nationalist well then sure i'm tolerant because that's just bullshit. it really is <laughs> yeah i yeah.
4: don't think that we're on different teams here i think that the the issue is that we all want we all know what the bullseye is and we all have different methods we all have different opinions about how to get to that bullseye or what the best best method is to get to that bullseye
2: uh basically
4: yeah and
3: the real real part of this is like none of this is up to us you know like However yeah. you want to describe what's running the show, you know, it seems to get a delight in this. You know, like just like, you know, this Tower of Babel stuff, just like pitting everybody against each other. That's bizarre.
1: Yeah, it, it, yeah it is sort of like that because – and here's the thing that's important to remember, guys. What I would like to say is that, you know, although this isn't really an option, I'd vote for any one of you over either, either Trump or Hillary because one thing is that I know all you guys.
2: Oh, I'll vote for cockroaches before them.
1: Yeah, can't cause that much
3: harm, guys. I mean, like, no. I
2: come on. I would.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah, I would. Over She's been Secretary of State. She's been a senator. She's been the wife of a of a president. She 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 knows a bit more about the what, world. How does being the wife
1: of a president count for anything?
3: Oh, what do you think? You don't you don't think that those eight years like taught her a lot that like most candidates could, couldn't come near? She lived in the White House. You don't think she, uh, Bill talked to her about everything? trust me
1: maybe she, maybe she learned everything to make america destroyed even worse <laughs> you just never know i don't think the intentions of either hillary or trump are good i don't think with most politicians they All right, are so
3: chandler so what why do you
1: think hillary's intentions uh, are not good i'll be back in a second give me like a minute to figure it out. sorry yeah well you know i don't even I, look here's the deal I don't follow the news. I know my mom doesn't like Hillary and I know that there's articles course, and people talk on Facebook about illegal <laughs> things that Hillary's done. So that's the thing. I don't even care to get into specifics partly cuz I don't know the specifics.
3: But Chandler, but I- that should tell you something. You're you're categorically um, rejecting her really without, you know, just with from hearsay. That's that's, you know, if you t- if you care about truth, you know, think before you you, you uh, take a strong
1: position without real knowledge. Well that's the thing George. Here's the deal. There's all there's, okay now I, I know this may this may sound kind of silly, but to a certain extent a person only has so much time. You know what I'm saying? People have jobs to work. They have important issues to advocate. And you know what? I, I can't work my job and advocate the no free will message and help with my mom with everything. And every stupid time there's an election, find out the whole background and life history of each politician to know for sure which is the lesser of two but stupid. Chill.
3: I, I don't blame oh, you. Like, yeah. yes, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't follow politics at all. But what I'm saying is, like, you're taking a very strong stand against Hillary, saying you would vote for any I'm not taking a brethren. strong
1: stand against Hillary.
3: Hillary. you not. said that's you funny. said you said you would vote for any of us here in this group rather than Hillary that's a very strong stance against her so in other words like you know you
1: and you're a- doing a- any of you more than Trump either i'm just look but that's i'm, what I'm not, saying
3: you're, you're I, doing I, that from an ind- ignorant I, I, standpoint I, I, if I you want to be truthful you
1: know you shouldn't
3: be making these these like you know based on ignorant hearsay um statements
1: these positions yeah, that's the, that's the thing about it, and here's the here's the point, George, is the truth is, I'm I do not have enough faith in system, and I don't believe it makes a difference enough to educate myself, and so you you better be glad, George, that I don't vote, because if it did make a difference, I can tell you I would make the wrong decision.
3: <laughs> All right, but do you hear the hear what I'm saying? Because like a lot of people, you know, like they buy, for example, a lot of people don't believe the climate change is happening because they believe the Republicans you know they believe the Republican lies they believe the corporate lies and the same thing happens with with somebody like Hillary Hillary has been championing the, the rights of, of children has been championing basically the right causes all her life but th- these this this machine this disinformation machine from the Republican party is so it's crazy, crazy. It's you have, really hold on. Stupid. you've got you've got like You've got these corporations like CNN, Fox News, that are huge, funded by very rich people who the last thing they want to happen is Hillary elected, and they will pump in millions and millions of dollars into discrediting her with lies.
1: And and I, I they even were actually doing that
2: with Bernie when Bernie yeah. was against
1: him. Yeah, George, you got to understand, I don't listen to Fox News. I don't, I don't really I don't, don't. I don't listen to Fox News either. Yeah, neither does WSD. You know, that's, that's the thing. It, it's not any, anything personal that I have against Hillary any more than any other politician, necessarily. I mean, come on. And seriously, George, all the candidates that will ever even be nominated are going to be pro-choice. And so that right there is enough to count me out of the game.
3: Uh, but, th- I mean, like, I, I'm very, like, I think we're all, like, extremely evil for how
1: we tr- um, treat animals, that's right. right. So tell me, George, how do you vote to get, who who do you vote for to get meat banned? How do you do that? Chandler, I vote
3: the, the lesser of two evils, the greater of two goods. I realize that humanity isn't that state, but I know that if I'm out of politics completely, I can't help lead people in the right direction.
1: That's the thing, but if we go with lesser of two evils, maybe we should vote for Trump so that he could do something stupid and blow oh. all humanity up. No. You know, seriously, once you go down the road of lesser of two evils, I feel like it leads to some It's country. not
3: just about the lesser of two evils. There's all the great the greater of two goods. Believe me, the the Republican Party that they are not concerned with you. They're concerned with the rich, with the super rich. The Democrats go back to FDR, go back to like the last I know the eight Republicans
1: years. aren't concerned with me. None of these political parties are. The
3: Democrats, let me tell you something about the Democrats. Um they would do much more good if they would be sure that they could be elected doing it. But, like, you know, the morals of the country since Reagan have been so skewed, so skewed to the right, so skewed against the, the interests of the people, the Democrats, like, good-meaning, well-meaning Democrats have had to come to the middle just to get elected, you know, because that's the, this is the realities of our political system right now.
1: Yeah, and it, it's a little bit weird, though. It's almost like to have to... I don't know. That seems kind of weird. Like you stand, you want to stand for something, but you can't because you know you have to get elected, and so getting elected becomes more important than the right thing.
3: Well, that's why it's so important to get money out of politics.
1: Exactly. I mean, I think we all agree with that. In fact, abolish yeah. the whole monetary system, <laughs> go to resource-based, oh, which, which Hillary isn't for.
3: Well, it's not like she's not for it. For example, like Hillary might completely understand that free will is illusion. She'd be out of her mind stop. to right. state that publicly. You know, you you can't like
4: just because like a, a person, a you know, huh? these a lot of maybes. That's a what? maybe. It's a maybe that she believes in free. It's it's a maybe that she. No, no, I'm in.
3: saying. I was just saying. It's a maybe if.
4: that DNC politicians, uh, if they could, would have much more progressive issues, but have to. Like these are not things that you can say are true.
3: Quite no. What I'm saying is like if if Hillary understood that free will is an illusion there would be no way that she'd admit to that politically because she'd be toast.
4: You know, okay. and these
3: are the realities of politics.
4: Yeah. yeah. It'd be like saying she's an atheist.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, it would immediately disqualify her. be like, you John, know, John,
1: John, John
4: saying she's a socialist. Yeah.
1: You know, I, it, it, what, this is kind of interesting thing. Now, I, I feel like um, if I actually knew the detailed religious and philosophical beliefs of... Of, of candidates that would at least help inform me to know which was the lesser of two evils <laughs> you know yeah, but, yeah. There's, there are, there's no way we can find that out though i don't think that they would want to reveal that kind of information
3: there's a site called ontheissues.org i mean i mm-hmm. it might have the religious issues it has like the the uh, the candidates positions on across the board every every major issue you might have some religious beliefs in there
4: huh
1: interesting
0: i do have well, a free like free you will said way.
1: they, they would not be able
4: to say it even if they they did think differently that's true yeah
0: i do have a free will related idea i know we got into an engaging topic about politics for some reason but um yeah, they did. i wanted to examine the word choice probably you know, when a I, I speak proper dickhead <laughs> Agreed, but what? I wanted – I think he said Trump's – I think Will said Trump's <laughs> the dickhead. So oh, just, yeah. yeah.
3: Unanimous.
0: But, um, you know, free will believers often – like recently, in recent weeks, I've had discussions with free will believers who have said some of the same things. They've been saying things like, what do thoughts have to do with free will? So that, I think, could be a good topic because I think the most – concrete way to refute free will is to investigate thoughts and actions and people who think that thoughts have no relevance to the free will issue are those people who believe in free will and people who think about thoughts often become free will skeptics but another another thing they've been saying a lot is choice they like to say I choose I make decisions it's still my choice I make a choice so I'd like to investigate like, what a choice really is. I think that would be a good.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a great. Let's do it. Let's do it. Cool. Yeah, that's good. Now, after all that conversation, I have to go to the bathroom really bad. But after that, we can do that. And and one more thing, guys. Um, I have a question about what we just did. Um, now, I did have my recorder on. Um, and I was just wondering.
2: Was yeah, the whole up, you so were recording that? Well, yeah, opinion. I I, tur-
1: I turn it on because I sometimes before we even start a podcast, I like to just like turn it on in case something interesting happens. And I was just wondering though, what if certain sections of that would be good for impersonal opinion? Well, no, like don't it don't,
3: ch- Chandler, <laughs> you're put it up. Don't edit it. I mean, like just put it up as part of sure. impersonal opinions, like opinions about uh, politics or whatever. But don't th- don't edit it because, like you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just want to say the first half of the recording we did was talking about the Ifro organization. Oh,
3: I see what you're if, saying. Yeah. But
1: if I just did the section on the the politics, um, basic, yeah, for an impersonal opinion, like yeah, maybe. take
3: take out the the, the um, not for profit stuff.
1: Yeah, and and I can have I can have you guys uh, uh, listen to it again and approve before I actually publish
0: it. Yeah, because I don't know if I really want to have that particular conversation on ear. I
1: think it would be <laughs> nice. Like I and here here's my reasoning. I think it would be good for people to hear that yeah, you know, we have this disagreement on this issue here with lesser of two evils and politics and stuff. And I think it was a very powerful and enlightening conversation. And that's why I don't want it to be lost. You know what I'm saying? So I, I do think the, the conversation about the politics would be good for an impersonal opinion. So I may I may I may like upload it to my Dropbox and let you guys listen to it. You know, I just want to make sure everyone's okay with it before I did it. But you know what I'm saying? Because I just think that'd be a good idea. I'm fine
3: with it. Let it be a democracy. Do it up there. And let anybody, you know, uh, is everybody okay with the democracy? like, you know, like, you know, maybe democracy in this case isn't the best. If if one person objects too much, then I'm not sure we should do it. So, like, but if if you want to do a democracy on this, you know.
0: Yeah, Yeah. The only reason I'm a little bit opposed to it is because. We didn't really get a chance to present like a central topic and two people or two sides, I should say, you know, give the pros and cons and then. All right, that's not a good it ends... Huh? <laughs> Who cares? No, no, no. I care. <laughs> Most, I care. A
3: lot of our best shows are like what we're uh, a lot I care.
0: Of. I care because I think it doesn't present my views accurately. I ah, think
4: okay. it's too.
3: All right. That's realistic. fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Right.
0: Yeah, cause I was gonna say, like,
4: it was. I mean, pretty much. Like, I I agree with George on some things, but I mean, Chandler and and Mitch, you guys agreed, and I agree with you on a lot of things. So he was really in the minority of the group. If anybody's ideas were represented, it would have been George's.
3: Yeah, I'm. I've been. I'm in the minority like for decades. So that's alright.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think but that. Gonna gonna be... right, it's correct. Yeah. I think because we had our disagreements and stated why we disagree with things. It was just – it was a very good conversation. But Mitch, you don't want it up then? Let me think about it. I don't know. Yeah, well, um, I'll – you'll be able to listen to it again before you make up your mind completely. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to – okay, I'm going to end the recording and then use the restroom and then we'll start on the word choice and all that stuff.